Study Article 8. This article will be studied during the week of April 29th through May 5th. Keep following Jehovah's guidance. Theme text, I, Jehovah, am the one guiding you. Isaiah 48, 17. Song 123, Loyally Submitting to Theocratic Order. Focus. This article will help us see how Jehovah guides His people today and what blessings we enjoy when we follow His guidance. Paragraph 1. Illustrate why we should follow Jehovah as our guide. Imagine that you are lost in a forest. Danger lurks around you. Wild animals, disease-carrying insects, poisonous plants, and rocky terrain. How grateful you would be for an experienced guide who knows where the danger is and how to steer you away from it. This world is like that forest. It is filled with danger that especially threatens our spiritual health. But we have a perfect guide, Jehovah. He leads us away from the danger and toward our destination, everlasting life in the new world. Paragraph 2. Question. How does Jehovah guide us? How does Jehovah guide us? Primarily by means of His written word, the Bible. However, He also uses human representatives. For example, He uses the faithful and discreet slave to provide spiritual food that helps us make wise decisions. Matthew 24, 45 Jehovah also uses other capable men to guide us. For example, circuit overseers and congregation elders provide encouragement and instruction that can help us get through difficult times. How grateful we are for reliable guidance during these critical last days. It helps us maintain Jehovah's approval and keeps us on the road to life. Paragraph 3. Question. What will we consider in this article? Even so, we might occasionally find it a challenge to follow Jehovah's guidance, especially when it is conveyed by imperfect men. Why? The counsel may conflict with our likes or dislikes. Or we might feel that the direction we receive is unwise and conclude that the counsel must not be from Jehovah. At such times, we especially need confidence that Jehovah is the one leading His people and that following His guidance results in blessings. To help strengthen our confidence, this article will consider, one, how Jehovah guided His people in Bible times, two, how He is guiding us today, and three, how we benefit when we keep following His guidance. The picture collage for paragraph 3 first shows Joshua listening respectfully while Moses speaks. In the second scene, we see King Hezekiah listening respectfully while the prophet Isaiah discusses a scroll. In the third scene, we see the apostles and the older men in Jerusalem meeting together, and in the final scene, we see a meeting of the governing body today. The picture caption reads, from ancient times to the present day, Jehovah has used human representatives to guide His people. How Jehovah Guided the Nation of Israel 
Paragraphs 4 and 5. Question. How did Jehovah show that he was using Moses to guide Israel? Jehovah appointed Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt, and he gave the Israelites visible evidence that he was guiding them by means of Moses. For example, he provided a pillar of cloud by day and one of fire by night. Moses followed the pillar, which led him and the Israelites to the Red Sea. The people panicked when they thought that they were trapped between the sea and the pursuing Egyptian army. They concluded that Moses was mistaken in bringing them to the Red Sea. But it was no mistake. Jehovah had intentionally led his people there by means of Moses. God then delivered them in a most astonishing way. For forty years thereafter, Moses continued to depend on the pillar of cloud to guide God's people through the wilderness. The footnote reads Jehovah also appointed an angel who was going ahead of the camp, guiding the nation into the promised land. Evidently, that angel was Michael, Jesus in his pre human existence. Exodus 14 19. For a time, Jehovah placed the pillar above Moses' tent where all Israel could see it. From the pillar, Jehovah spoke to Moses, who in turn conveyed his instructions to the people. The Israelites had ample evidence that Jehovah was using Moses to guide them. In the cover picture for paragraphs 4 and 5, we see a large group of Israelite men, women, and children following the pillar of cloud in the wilderness. The cover picture caption reads Moses depended on the pillar of cloud to guide God's people through the wilderness. Paragraph 6. Question How did the Israelites respond to Jehovah's guidance? Sadly, most of the Israelites rejected the clear proof that Jehovah was using Moses as his representative. Numbers 14.2 reads All the Israelites began to murmur against Moses and Aaron, and the whole assembly spoke against them, saying, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this wilderness. Verses 10 and 11 read However, all the assembly talked of stoning them. But Jehovah's glory appeared on the tent of meeting to all the people of Israel. Then Jehovah said to Moses, How much longer will this people treat me without respect? And how much longer will they not put faith in me, in spite of all the signs that I performed among them? Repeatedly, they refused to recognize Moses' role. As a result, that generation of Israelites was denied entry into the Promised Land. Paragraph 7. Cite examples of those who followed Jehovah's guidance. However, some Israelites did follow Jehovah's guidance. For example, Jehovah noted, Caleb kept following after me wholeheartedly. Numbers 14.24 reads, But because my servant Caleb had a different spirit and kept following after me wholeheartedly, I will certainly bring him into the land where he went. And his offspring will take possession of it. God rewarded Caleb, even granting him his preferred choice of land in Canaan. 
The next generation of Israelites also set a good example in following Jehovah's guidance. When Joshua succeeded Moses as the appointed leader of the Israelites, they deeply respected him all the days of his life. Joshua 4:14. As a result, Jehovah blessed them by bringing them into the land that he had promised. The picture for paragraphs 5 and 7 show Joshua listening respectfully while Moses speaks. The picture caption reads, Moses and his successor, Joshua. Paragraph 8. Explain how Jehovah guided his people during the time of the kings. Years later, Jehovah raised up judges to guide his people. Afterward, during the time of the kings, Jehovah appointed prophets to guide his people. Faithful kings heeded the counsel of the prophets. For example, King David humbly accepted correction from the prophet Nathan. King Jehoshaphat relied on the prophet Jehaziel for guidance and encouraged the people of Judah to put faith in God's prophets. 2 Chronicles 20, 14, 15, and 20. When in distress, King Hezekiah turned to the prophet Isaiah. Each time the kings followed Jehovah's guidance, they were blessed and the nation was protected. It should have been obvious to all that Jehovah was using his prophets to guide his people. Yet the majority of the kings, as well as the people, rejected Jehovah's prophets. The picture for paragraph 8 shows King Hezekiah listening respectfully while the prophet Isaiah discusses a scroll. The picture caption reads, Hezekiah and the prophet Isaiah. How Jehovah Guided the Early Christians Paragraph 9. Question. Whom did Jehovah use to guide Christians in the first century? In the first century CE, Jehovah formed the Christian congregation. How did he guide those early Christians? He appointed Jesus as head of the congregation. But Jesus did not personally direct each individual disciple. He used the apostles and the older men in Jerusalem to take the lead. Also, elders were appointed to guide the congregations. The picture for paragraph 9 shows the apostles and the older men in Jerusalem meeting together. The picture caption reads, The Apostles and the Older Men in Jerusalem. Paragraph 10, question A. How did most first-century Christians respond to the guidance they received? Question B. Why did some in Bible times fail to recognize Jehovah's representatives? How did first-century Christians respond? The majority were glad to follow the instructions they received. In fact, they rejoiced over the encouragement they were given. Acts 15.30 and 31 reads, so when these men were dismissed, they went down to Antioch, and they gathered the whole group together and handed them the letter. After reading it, they rejoiced over the encouragement. How, though, has Jehovah been guiding his people in more recent times? The following is supplementary information. Why some have rejected clear evidence. Why have some rejected clear evidence that Jehovah is using human representatives to guide his people? 
In many cases, it has been because of selfish motives. For example, some Israelites refused to accept Moses as a divinely appointed guide because they were overly concerned with their own status. For similar reasons, many rejected Jesus despite the miracles he performed. On the other hand, humble ones with a heartfelt love of truth have seen the powerful evidence that Jehovah is using appointed men to guide his people. Following that guidance always leads to blessings. Returning to the article How Jehovah Guides Us Today. Paragraph 11. Give an example that shows how Jehovah has guided those taking the lead in recent times. Jehovah continues to lead his people today. He has been doing so by means of his word and his son, the head of the congregation. Can we see evidence that God has also continued to use human representatives? Yes. Consider, for example, certain developments that took place in the late 1800s. Charles Taze Russell and his associates began to discern that the year 1914 would mark a turning point regarding the establishment of God's kingdom. In reaching that conclusion, they depended on Bible prophecy. Was Jehovah guiding their Bible research? He clearly was. In 1914, world events confirmed that God's kingdom had begun to rule. World War I broke out, followed by pestilences, earthquakes, and food shortages. Jehovah was indeed using those sincere Christian men to help his people. Paragraphs 12 and 13. Question. What arrangements for increased preaching and teaching activity were made during World War II? Consider, too, what happened during World War II. After a study of Revelation 17 8, responsible brothers at World Headquarters discerned that the war would lead not to Armageddon, but to a period of relative peace that would open opportunities for increased preaching activity. So, even though the move may have seemed impractical at the time, the Watchtower Bible College or School of Gilead was established by Jehovah's organization to train missionaries to preach and teach in lands throughout the earth. Missionaries were sent out even during the war. Additionally, the faithful slave arranged for the course in theocratic ministry to train all in the congregations to become better preachers and teachers. The footnote reads It was later known as the Theocratic Ministry School. Today, this training is part of our midweek meeting. In these ways, God's people were being prepared for the work ahead. Looking back, we can clearly see that Jehovah was guiding his people during that difficult time. Since World War II, Jehovah's people in many lands have enjoyed a measure of peace and freedom while carrying out the preaching work. In fact, the work has flourished. Paragraph 14. Question. Why can we trust direction that comes from Jehovah's organization and from appointed elders? Today, the members of the governing body continue to look to Christ for guidance. They want the instructions they give to the brothers to reflect heaven's view of matters. In turn, circuit overseers and elders provide direction to the congregations. 
Anointed elders are in Christ's right hand. Revelation 2.1 reads, To the angel of the congregation in Ephesus write, These are the things that he says who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. Of course, these elders are imperfect and make mistakes. Moses and Joshua erred at times, as did the apostles. Still, Christ is carefully guiding the faithful slave and the appointed elders, and he will continue to do so all the days until the conclusion of the system of things. Matthew 28:20. We therefore have every reason to trust the guidance that he is providing through those appointed to take the lead. The picture for paragraph 14 shows a meeting of the governing body today. The picture caption reads, The Governing Body Today. We benefit when we keep following Jehovah's guidance. Paragraphs 15 and 16. Question. What do you learn from the experiences of those who followed Jehovah's guidance? When we keep following Jehovah's guidance... We enjoy blessings even now. For example, Andy and Robin heeded the encouragement to keep their life simple. As a result, they were able to volunteer to work on theocratic construction projects. Robin says, We have lived in some very small spaces, often with no kitchen, and I had to sell a lot of equipment that I used for photography, a hobby I loved. That brought me to tears. But like Abraham's wife, Sarah, I was determined to look ahead, not back. What did this couple gain from their experience? Robin says, We have the deep satisfaction of knowing that we are giving Jehovah everything we have. When working on theocratic assignments, we get a glimpse of how life will be in the new world. And he agrees, saying, We have the satisfaction of being completely spent in support of the kingdom. How else do we benefit when we keep following Jehovah's guidance? After graduating from high school, Marcia took to heart the encouragement to pursue a career in Jehovah's service. She says, I was offered a four-year scholarship at a university, but I wanted to pursue spiritual goals. So I chose to attend a technical training school to learn a trade that would support me in my ministry. It was one of the best decisions I have ever made. I now enjoy regular pioneering, and my flexible work schedule has allowed me to serve as a commuter at Bethel and to enjoy other special privileges. Paragraph 17. Question. What additional blessings result when we keep following Jehovah's guidance? At times, we receive counsel that safeguards us from such things as materialism and activities that can put us in danger of breaking God's laws. Here, too, we are blessed by following the guidance Jehovah provides. We maintain a clean conscience and spare ourselves unnecessary stress. As a result, we can wholeheartedly pursue the worship of Jehovah, which brings the deepest joy Peace and Satisfaction Isaiah 48, 17 and 18 reads, This is what Jehovah says, your repurchaser, the Holy One of Israel. 
I, Jehovah, am your God, the one teaching you to benefit yourself, the one guiding you in the way you should walk. If only you would pay attention to my commandments, then your peace would become just like a river, and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Paragraph 18. Question. Why are you determined to keep following Jehovah's guidance? No doubt, Jehovah will continue to use human representatives to provide guidance during the Great Tribulation and on into the thousand year reign. Will we keep following that direction even when doing so requires setting aside our personal preferences? Much may depend on how we respond to the guidance that Jehovah is providing now. Therefore, Let us always follow Jehovah's guidance, including that which is provided by the men who are appointed to watch over us. And as we do, we have every reason to trust in our guide, Jehovah, who leads us away from spiritual danger and toward our destination everlasting life in the new world. How would you answer? How did Jehovah guide the nation of Israel? How did Jehovah guide the early Christians? How do we benefit from following Jehovah's guidance today? Song 48 Daily Walking with Jehovah. End of article.